Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Andrew from CrossFit for Peaks out of Fountain Hills, Arizona. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for asking. And thank you for being here today, for taking a little bit of time out of your busy day to give back to the fitness industry through this conversation. Before we really dive into the business side of CrossFit for Peaks, give us a little backstory here, Andrew. What was it that made you decide to go and open up this CrossFit gym? Oh, well, so in, um, we opened up our doors in 2014, um, CrossFit Fort Peaks. But before that, I've always loved to work out. I love group fitness classes. You know, my job um, at the time, um, and I still have to this day, is being a physical fitness specialist. So I've always been in the fitness industry um, you know, for many years. A um, little, little bit kind of background of what I do kind of before I even started CrossFit. Um, uh, I work in a clinical setting. I'm an exercise physiologist. I'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist. Um, I've always led fitness classes, one-on-one consultations. And, you know, so I would I would work out and do traditional weightlifting stuff and bodybuilding stuff and group fitness stuff. But uh, when I got exposed to CrossFit, I just thought it was the greatest thing. I thought it was like, man, this is this this group fitness is just a little bit different. It's just the, the community it created. So I guess that's what got me excited and passionate about opening a right. gym. And so it just kind of led my journey. And I just wanted to continue that 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 feeling that I that I had when I first started CrossFit. I wanted to go to the gym. I almost wanted to go in the day, even to the evening classes when I wasn't working out, just to hang out with people and talk to people. And just because you love that energy, you love that feeling that that box can create and I wanted to share that I wanted to give that to other people so I guess that was kind of my my true motivation to opening the gym yeah I mean that community aspect and like being a part of that it does a lot for a person and for you you know it really motivated you to create a space where other people can be impacted in that same way that you were. So props to you for really like starting this from the heart. Um, (laughs) Before we really dive in too deep to the business side here, give me your elevator pitch of CrossFit for Peaks. Tell us who you are, what services you have to provide, paint a picture for us. Cause like not all CrossFit gyms are the same. So let's hear about your CrossFit gym. So CrossFit Four Peaks, we're we're a true CrossFit affiliate in, in Fountain Hills. We're the only uh, affiliate located in Fountain Hills. We're we're a true representation of our community. We're a little older community, so um, you know our 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 gym members, our clientele tend to be a little bit older. So we kind of gear and and have modification scaling options for specifically for some of our older members. So. Um, you know, CrossFit can be intimidating, but I tell people, look, CrossFit Four Peaks, we're a little different. We, we can scale things down. We're going we're gonna to give intensity, but we're going to give you good coaching. We're never going to push, we're never going to push um, um, intensity over movement. Like movement is a priority. If you're not moving well, we're going to make sure, we're going to coach you on how to move cor- correctly and then give you that intensity, which is ultimately going to give you the results. So, you know, our goal with our gym is we want to improve your quality of life. We, we, we want to show you that we're supportive. We're, we're going to encourage you. You're going to be coached. Uh, you're going to move better, which is ultimately going to give you a better quality of life. So, you know, we give everybody a free week. Come try us for a free week. I guarantee you, you will love what, what you have, what we can offer you. And if you don't, you know, hey, no, no, no obligations and you know, wish you the best of luck. But I tell people, look, if you're serious about improving your fitness, if you're serious about improving your quality of life and you want to be surrounded by good, positive people, come try us out. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, this can truly change your life in more ways than than, than just one. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, like not only did my physical health get better, my yeah. emotional health, my social skills even by joining CrossFit. So it's just crazy what it can do for a person, Um, you know, that group fitness kind of atmosphere. So 
your bread and butter is the group classes. Do you guys, uh, do any of your trainers utilize the space for personal training at all? No. Is there a reason um, you guys haven't offered that at all yet? Um, you know what? There, there's not, um, it's been in discussion before. Um, mm -hmm. Um, we have in the past, there's actually, I take that back. So it's not that we haven't, it's not that okay. we don't want to, um, you know, our coaches, um, we have coaches that, that have full-time jobs. And right. so it isn't like CrossFit is, is everything that they do. Um, so right. they, they, they go to job, they go to work, they, you know, they get, a, they support their family and they come to CrossFit to stay healthy and they want to, you know, coach a few classes here and there. And so, um, we've had a few coaches who have utilized the gym and um and then we just charge them like real minimum you know i'm not trying to take money away out right. of their pocket but we had to charge them something to utilize the gym when they were there um, working with clients um so it's it's not that we don't want to do it it's just right now the situation for our coaches it, it just it doesn't yeah. work for Yep. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense if they're working full-time jobs. Like, why would they, you know, mm -hmm. want to add something else to the plate, being that mm -hmm. there's something more so that it sounds like they're really doing because they enjoy it and they like it. Um, you know, so, some of the other uh, things that we have done, you know, because we are only we only have five classes a day. We have a 5.30 a.m., 6.30 a.m., 9 a.m., and then a 5.30, 6.30 p.m. So the gym, when it's not... Um, when it's not being utilized for class, we just shut the doors down, right? Um, but we have started offering some open gym times. And there was one point in time for about a whole year, we were doing substance abuse classes for a, um, for a, a in-house living substance abuse facility. So they would actually bus people in. Um, so we have anywhere from like 10 to 20 people and we would take them through a CrossFit workout. So it was, it was a great opportunity for them because the fitness levels were all over the place. And we had tons of scaling options. And I don't know what other, you know, Globo gyms could really offer, you know, where could you get 20 people with in different situations, physical limitations, and then um, where they can come in and get a good workout and, and be in that good environment. And um, so that, that was one thing that we did and it brought in some good revenue and, and it was, it was definitely, we were helping people change lives. So yeah. I love those like extra little things that we can do. That's why I asked about training because like not only is personal training smart for the business, but it's smart for our community because there's always going to be somebody in our community who maybe needs a little bit more direct help, or maybe they have a super specific goal. Maybe they're not comfortable in the group class yet. So if we can offer them something else until we get them into that group class, super yeah. cool opportunity for our client and the trainers if we have them available which it sounds like right now you're not in that position but not to say you know down the road yeah maybe you know that opportunity might come come open and it's cool to hear that you're open to different ideas i love the the substance abuse kind of class that yeah. you had going on during the closed hours and that's yeah, something that awesome. i don't talk about too often here on the podcast but most crossfit gyms are closed from like 10 a.m. to 3 yeah. or 4 p.m. So, like, yeah. what are you doing with the space in yeah. those hours? Um, there's a lot of opportunity yeah. there for sure. Yeah. Um, next question that I have for you here is rough idea. How many members do you guys have in the space? Um, so our space, we have uh it's about 3,600 square feet. Um I, that includes a lobby, real, real small lobby. Um, so we have we have a, a little over 100 members right now. Um, okay. So, members. yeah. What does the membership look like? Is it just one standard membership or do you have like yes. different levels to that? No, that we, we just offer unlimited CrossFit classes. So right now, um, I, think, I think we're pretty inexpensive. So we just raised our prices uh, and we raise them to 125 a month. Um, so that's uh, before they were 110 a month. And so... You know, people always say, Andrew, like you're, you're giving away CrossFit over here. And so, you know, 125 a month, I still think we're probably one of the cheaper ones in, in, in probably the state of Arizona, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I mean, 125 is super cheap. Um, that's what it was when I first started CrossFit at my gym. And since then, it's raised substantially. Um, what made you come up with that price point? Like what, why do you feel comfortable charging only 125 
Um, well, you know, our, our gym membership was $100 for the longest time. And then we were charging, I think, teachers and police officers, firemen, like 85 bucks a month. And um, we thought it was right at, at the time um, when we did. And so we increased our prices to 110 and then to, to like 95. And then uh, recently, just with, you know, the way things are going, the cost of living and, and um, um you know, we, we wanted to, to offer CrossFit. Um, mm -hmm. I think you might've froze. Not sure if you can hear me. Andrew, are you still there? Hey, Andrew, are you still there? I think we lost you for a second there, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, sorry, man, my fault. <laughs> it's okay, we should be able to take care of that. But anyway, we're kind of talking about price point and you know, obviously the cost of living has gone up everywhere around the US. So probably yes. for really, you know, utilizing that and increasing your prices. I think ultimately, like if you have an awesome service, people are going to pay for it. They're going to make it fit within their budgets. And it sounds like you are creating an awesome environment for people to come in and get after their health and fitness. Um, so being that you have, you know, right around 100, a little bit over 100 members, um, is that a place where the gym feels pretty comfortable or are you looking to grow, expand, take on more members? Um, you know, I, I, I definitely think we can take on more members. Um, uh, you know, there, there's been times where it's been like, man, classes are so full. Uh, Andrew, the, you know, I have my gym members say, Andrew, you, you should consider getting a bigger space. And, you know, I tell them, you know, that's why we CrossFit, but, you know, we always make sure things are safe. And until all of our classes are full, then, and only then would I be like, okay, maybe we need a limit or maybe we need to have people sign up. So, you know, we don't even have people log in for classes. So you have a gym membership, you can come to any class. You don't even got to log in. Now there was a point in time and, you know, after COVID and, you know, we, we needed to have 10 people in our class and no more, you know, people had to log in, but I, I, I just feel like that just, I, I don't, I don't like that restriction or I, I, I just want people to just show up whenever they can yeah. and, and feel yeah. like limited so we got rid of that um, and we're good. I mean, there's been times where we have 15 to 20 people, 20 plus people, it, it's, it's pushing it. Um, but we can definitely take on more members. You know, we're, we're always looking ways to, you know, attract new members. Um, we do a lot of stuff in the community. Um, so this month, for example, October, uh, this Saturday's bring a friend day, right? We're going to do a partner wad. It'll just be a beginner, easy body weight wad. So we're encouraging our members, hey, if you have somebody who may be interested, bring them. We're going to take them through an easy Saturday workout, nothing too crazy. Now, if you want to push it, you can, but for a beginner, it'll be pretty easy. So um, hopefully we get a good response. And then um, next weekend, we're doing CrossFit in the park. So we team up with the local recreation department. Mm -hmm. And um, so we, we offer our services pretty much for free. And um, we say, look, we, we want to offer a CrossFit class, you know, through the city or through the town of Fountain Hills. They can register through your, through your website and then I'll offer my services for free. This is a fitness opportunity for, for people that live in the town. And so they, we started, you know, not charging. And then they said that they don't, they can't do that anymore, that they have to charge. So I'm like, well, charge the minimum, charge, you know, people five bucks to come and get a, so these are, so what we'll do is they have a big amphitheater in the park. We bring kettlebells, dumbbells, depending on whatever we're doing that day. And so we'll do a big group warm up. And I encourage my gym members to show up that way. It, it kind of shows there's some support there and people kind of know what we're doing. And usually it's a great turnout because, you know, people are turning their heads and, and then people can kind of give their own personal story on, on how CrossFit has been successful for them. And it's, it's been great for business. So you know, my recommendation to people out there, like you got to be in the community doing stuff. You got to be, you know, get in your parks and get with the rec centers and offer your services. Yeah, I think that that's very important. Um, you know, 
we always want to have that kind of word of mouth and getting out into the community, doing these events is going to generate yep. that word of mouth. And for our business, that's great because word of mouth is close to free. Um, we just have to have an awesome quality service that people want to talk about. Um, yep. Have you guys like ever explored the idea of like utilizing social media at all to grow oh, yeah. something that you use? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we, you know, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, um, a group within the town of Fountain Hills. It's like Fountain Hills connection. And they got like, I think 12, 15,000, 15, members. So, you know, I'll make a post, I'll, I'll post some pictures and Hey, come try CrossFit. I'll post our workout. Every time we have like a big, um, like for example, when we do Murph Memorial Day, I'll, I'll kind of hype it up, create an event, post it in, on the on the on the group, and let people know, hey, like we we do we do CrossFit, hey, come check us out. And, right. You know, it, it's people know people know where to go if they ever want to start CrossFit. They, if you live in Fountain Hills, you you probably have seen a post of mine somewhere. Yeah, it's it's good that you are utilizing social media in in twenty twenty two. Like we have to be if we you have to a a business. Um, you have to. So that's yep. So you know we we stay very active on our story on Instagram. All the coaches have access code to my Instagram. I got nothing to hide, and I encourage them. Hey, take take photos of the class. Take video of people. Tag people. People like to people like to see themselves, and so then they'll you know retag it themselves and. Mm -hmm. it's, it's good you, you got to use social media yeah so my next question that I have for you here and I think there's just as much value in us talking about this stuff that's going good as there is the challenges the bumps in the road so Andrew what would you consider to be the biggest business related challenge that you have to face and what do you do to kind of work on overcoming that um biggest challenge um like currently or just over the over the years I mean, I guess like, like her, you tell me, what, I guess like currently, what would you see that you're facing currently as a business owner? That is like the most challenging thing. Um, let's see. Hmm. Most challenging. you know, um, so sometimes, you know, the coaches schedule, um, for example, I had two coaches that were traveling this week or they couldn't coach this week. And so it throws a little wrench and, and I, you know, I just got to step it up a little bit more and coach here and there. Um, so one of our coaches recently had a baby. So he's like, look, man, just like, not that I don't want to coach, but in I respect, I'm like, yeah, like you don't need to be coaching. You need to stay at home, like take care of your baby. Um, and then, so I got some other coaches that travel. So at times I might have to coach a little bit more and wake up in the morning and, you know, stay a little late. But I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't really see that as a challenge. It's just, you know, I, I enjoy being there. I mean, if it was up to me, I think I'd be there every single day and, and I'd be open on Sundays. And um, But again, you know, my challenge, my biggest challenge is going to be living, living as far as I do away from my gym. Um, you know, it's, it's probably easy if the gym was down the street, but I live 35 miles away from my affiliate. So you know, so when I got to coach a 5.30 a.m. class, I, I leave my house at 4.30 in the morning. I wake up at 4, leave at 4.30, try to be at the gym by 5, make sure everything's good to go. And then after I coach two classes, you know, I'll come to my full-time job. Um, so that that could be a long day at times. And I might do that two days out of the week. And that that's it. And so, you know, when I got to do that four times, you know, that that that's physically emotionally challenging you know when I first opened the gym I was the only coach I didn't have coach. I didn't pay anybody um so I taught every single one of my classes for probably two years straight and you want to talk about emotional breakdown I was questioning like why am I even doing this like this is so physically hard on me mentally I was physically exhausted I feel like I was going backwards as an athlete um but I'm, I'm glad I kind of wrote it out so that was a big, it was just more physically challenging. Um, but I think my love for CrossFit and the community and people, you know, being happy and seeing results, it, it, it kept me going. So now I look back and, and, you know, life is easy. You know, I, I coach four, six, six classes a week and, you know, I don't, I don't work on Fridays and I don't, I'm not there at the gym usually on Saturdays and, you know, I'll see you guys on Monday. So it, it's, I, that was definitely a challenge early on in the career. You know, as a, as a young, as a, as a gym owner, you might have to do some time and 
but you know, my, my advice is just stick in there. And, and if you're, if you want things to happen, just, you know, you got to put in the work nothing's going to come easy. That, that's for sure. No, it definitely doesn't. It takes a lot of hard work, strategic planning to get to right. where you want to be. <laughs> um so ideally you know you were able to have a magic wand all your dreams all your goals for crossfit four peaks came true there's absolutely no limitations here um what would that picture look like for you uh so if i had no limitations like what i mean i i would love to offer you know I would love to get in different groups. You know, I, you know, I played football growing up. I, I would love to, I try to reach out to the, to the high school and get those young athletes in there, not even just football, but just, you know, I, I wish I found CrossFit in high school. We, we got some young high school athletes that come in and, and man, I'm seeing some big changes in their lives already. Some 15, 16 year old kids who, you know, give them a few more years. They're, they're going to be, they're going to be some serious athletes. So you know, I, I wish I, I wish I could um, maybe impact more younger athletes. Um, maybe if my schedule allowed. Um, you know, I, I I don't know. Um, I guess that would be one thing. You know, time. If I had more, you know, magic wand and the time. But um, you know, could I make time? I could. Um, you could make time, but like, also, have you ever considered the idea of like finding somebody who does like athletic? performance stuff to come on board and do more of the stuff with the athletes in your community um yeah i mean i i have i have thought about it i mean they're, they're, so you know we i've done these little camps with um you know we'll improve your vertical we'll improve your broad jump and i kind of guaranteed it like we're, we're gonna we're gonna get, make improvements right so i had this basketball team come in and I guarantee that we were going to improve the vertical and broad jump, make them better athletes, work on their agility drills. And they did. I think every single athlete improved. Um, you know, that, that's kind of, that's kind of my background, you know, so being that I have a degree in exercise science, I did my internship at a, at a place called sports tech. So they did the freight peer acceleration program. So it's actually all treadmill work and agility work. And they guarantee you, they would drop time on your forties, uh, in your vertical, and, and uh, it was awesome. I absolutely loved it. And, and again, so this is kind of where my background in sports performance um, kind of, I think, has led me to the passion of CrossFit. Kind of like, not only is it the community, but it's understanding, you know, how to train, how to be an athlete and how to, how to work with athletes and whether, whatever your age is. So I really think all my background has kind of added up for me to, um, to, be, to be a good CrossFit coach, you know, to lead to lead a class and to lead agility drills and why we do things the way we do it. And so, I mean, if, if that would be, if I would hire, I would hire myself. I mean, I, I have full confidence in my ability to, to lead those classes. Um, so I, yeah, I don't it's know. It's hard because <laughs> time is the only thing in life that we can't like buy more of. And so if right. you're in your, your normal job you know nine to five most days it's kind of impossible to add any extra time that you could be right. training an athlete um but i i, love I mean you know the, that you are passionate about oh for sure oh i love it and, and you know it's it's kind of like you know i always go back to you know the, the bread and butter of this business is is the crossfit members right so we, mm -hmm. we kind of got to stay true to what we are and you know people always tell me you know you can sell shirts and you can sell this and I think people get lost in like, what, what do you, what services are you offering? Like, you know, if you're a CrossFit gym, be a CrossFit gym, offer CrossFit classes and be freaking good at it. Like if you're good at it, people are going to come. Like people will tell their friends. We have a lot of people who just love what we offer and they tell their friends. And it's like, we're, we, we're slowly, we've slowly grown over the years, you know? Um, and I think that's the name of the game. Like you're, you, you, there's no quick way to do this. You have to establish yourself. You have to give people results. You have to, you have to show that you care. You have to be sincere and passionate. You, your energy has to be um, sincere. I, you know, I always say CrossFit is a feeling. You know, that feeling you get when you walk in the gym, either it's there or it's not. And you're, you'll know, you'll know when you walk in a CrossFit gym, you know, if, if it's the right place for you. So definitely. So I know that you've already shared a few like little pieces of advice in the show um, here and there, but I guess if you had to say one thing to somebody who is going to go open up a CrossFit gym right now, give them one piece of advice, what would you share with them? 
kind of put you on the spot with that one. <laughs> yeah, you kind of put me on the spot. You know, if I had to tell somebody they're opening a CrossFit gym, uh, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Um, make sure that you're doing it because you truly love CrossFit. If you want to open a CrossFit gym to make money, um, it's probably not going to happen initially. No, you can. You can make tons of money, but you know, say, what, you know, success. What are you What are you doing it for? You know, people always talk about success, and you talk about money, and it's like, you know, what What is success to you? Like, why do you want to do this? Um, so, just make sure you're sincere, and and you you know. I, um, be there to help people and care about people. If you care about people, people will continue to come back to you. Um, and you will establish, you know, establish a good culture from the get go. Um, yeah. and just, you know, you're going to have to grind. You're going to have to put in your work. Like nothing's going to come overnight and, and nothing's easy. And so, you know, stick to the CrossFit formula. Don't deviate away from that too much. Um, stay up to date, you know, try new things, have fun. You listen, if you're not having fun in the CrossFit gym, you know, we play games, we, we mix things up. We play kickball. We do, you know, we do all kinds, you know, we do the pizza game. Like you gotta have fun. You know, we're, we're not the military. We're, we're here to, for people to have a good time and, and get a good workout and, and to learn. And so if you're, if you're learning something and you're having fun doing it and you feel like a part of a community, then man, then that's what people want to go to. You know, I, I worked at the boys and girls club for, for five years. Um, early on in my career after, after college, and I was the athletic director. And, and one thing I'll never forget is they said, um, you know, th there was an acronym CUBBY. So you needed, um, they, they asked a bunch of successful people, what, what did you have as a child growing up? And, and the four things that they had competence, so you were learning something, something, a sense of usefulness. So whatever that looks like, oops, my light turned off. A sense of, a sense of usefulness. So being a part of the gym, helping clean up, helping, helping um, organize the gym, getting input, right? So, you know, the other day we, we came up with a new shirt design and I, you guys, here's, here's some options, you guys vote on it. So, you know, their input was valuable, a belonging. You know, hey, you're part of the CrossFit gym, you wear our brand, you are welcomed every time, every time you come in the door, you know? So usefulness, belonging, and then influence, you know? So again, I'm sorry, the influence is gonna be, um, the, you know, their input, you know, what do you guys want? You guys want a yoga class? Yeah, let's do yoga, you know? so you know, having those four things as, as a member, if you can offer that as a gym owner, you know, your members will be happy. They will, con they will continue to come back. You know, it ain't like I have a hundred gym members that are revolving. These are gym members that have been with me for years and years and years. So, you know, I think you got to look at retention, you know, that, that, that success. Definitely. You know, do people believe in your methodology? Do they believe in you as a leader? You know, not only that, you know, what have you done as, as a, as an owner? You know, I could say, man, I produced our coaches, our weightlifting coach, Rachel, she came in and never even touched a barbell before, but now she's teaching barbell classes. Now she's a competitive weightlifter. So, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but like we've created an environment, a supportive environment where people can grow and yeah. do it right and, and success will come. Yeah, it sounds like it really all just comes back to care, right? You care deeply about the sport, the, the coaches, the, the clients, the athletes, just everybody. Um, and if we care, our clients are going to see results. People are going to stick around for the long haul. It's kind of like a full circle thing here. Um, what is the Instagram page? Where can our listeners go if they're interested in following along on your journey? Um, CrossFit, CrossFit for Peaks. It's all one word, CrossFit Four Peaks. It's pretty simple. Easy enough um, for us to find. Thank you, Andrew, for being here today, for sharing your insight on the industry. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, guys, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, please hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords Podcast, fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. 
You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lawyers Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a trio, three special guests. It is Vince, Rob, and Ellie with Fit Lab Fitness out of Texas. Folks, what is going on? Happy Wednesday. How are you guys feeling today? Doing good. Yeah, Just really got good. done working out, so a little, little tired, but excited to be here. Oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. Excited to have you guys on. And I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with Fit Lab Fitness. But first, let's start with the bare bones basics here. Um, you know, how many members are you guys serving currently? I think we're probably close to around 2,500 members between all four locations. Okay. Yeah. And um, for you guys, I mean, what's been the best method of getting new people through the door um of course social media is is probably one of our higher points right now um as far as reaching out to as many people as we can um that's going to be our our top tier um but we still do the bare bones of calling emailing texting getting out on the pavement meeting with uh businesses and getting in front of people as well but i would say probably our top tier is going to be social media Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, you know, I, I know, obviously, we weren't speaking in gyms specifically, but if you want to speak in a broad sense, we can, it'll make sense when I ask the question, but for all your locations, I mean, let's say leads, traffic, clients, hypothetically, everything was unlimited here, right? I mean, how much higher could you go total or in each location as far as capacity goes? Um, I think, I mean, there's always that turn in our industry of, people coming in, people going out. Um, so we always try to get in as much as possible um, just because you are going to have that churn. So as far as capacity, um, I think our, our capacity per location would be around the 800 to 900 mark um, if we we're at full capacity, uh, just because our members do, a lot of them do come just about every day. Um, I know uh, some places don't bank on that, but our members do just to get the variety of what we offer them. But I would say about the 800, 900 mark per location would probably be the uh, top capacity. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, you know, I know for every gym, it's different. I mean, being at that number, though, 800 or even 500 at any of the locations, how are you guys able to manage and track the metrics of how long someone's been with you when they joined, how, like if they're looking to cancel, if they have any personal trait, how do you track all of those metrics? So we, we have uh, gone through a variety of softwares um, and headaches. Um, and I can tell you right now, the, the best software that we have used and have um, has been worth it for us has been Wattify. Uh, we first started out with a Zen Planner, um, went to Wattify, um, had a couple of glitches there, went to Push Press, Glowfox, and then after trying all of those, back to Wattify, because we've been there, we've done it, we've tested it for our facility and have seen that they have been the best um, platform for management, keeping track of who's coming in, who's going out, metrics, automations, billing, all in one so far. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I think the fact that you guys, I could say you're changing for a good reason. I think it's important to track your metrics. I mean, like as fitness professionals, what we track our macros, how much weight is on the bar, you know, basically everything. And sometimes you can lose sight of those metrics, but I mean, it seems like it's a priority for you guys just trying to find which one was fitting you guys best. So that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I can tell you right now, like, you know, when we're there, just, you know, of course, when you look online, like, hey, what does this company have to offer and this and that as far as software? Um, and it paints a pretty picture, but going in there and actually using it and seeing the ins and outs will give you the real picture. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of our, our growth is through trial and error and learning from that. And, you know, luckily we have great members here that have gone through those growing pains with us. 
Um, and again, this turned out for the best as far as going through that and figuring out, hey, what works, what doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm going to throw a little bit of a longer-winded question here, but a good question in itself, right? And, um, you know, whoever wants to take lead on this one can definitely do so. But um, it, it, what we've been discussing this entire podcast, and I think what we use most prominently in the fitness and gym world are going to be three pillars of business, right? It's going to be one, your lead generation, right? Which is getting people through the door, new faces. Number two is going to be your acquisition, which is getting somebody from being an interested client to a paying client, so sales. And then number three, is your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three folks, where do you feel like you guys could improve the most? Did you say, did you say improve the most? Yeah, improve. Um, I think our, our, our big priority always is retention. Um, one, we've you know done marketing. Uh, we've gotten them in here. We've worked so hard to get them in here. And we keep them active. But again, in our industry, there's always a churn of people coming in, people going out. And when you're looking at those people that you work so hard to go out, you invested that time and money and effort, um, they're already there. And you want to hold on to them as much as possible. So really just working on that, coming up with uh, some ideas on, again, keeping them active, keeping them going um, and holding on to them. That is our biggest like focus. Um, because, you know, we're, we're always actively looking, you know, to bring people in, but that one, again, they're already there. You've already invested that time and effort trying to hold on to those people as much as you can, instead of having them go through the vicious cycle of, you know, Hey, I'm motivated. I'm going to get started working out. And then they drop off and then they wait till next new year's again to come back around, just really trying to keep them in that lifestyle for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I've got two more questions for you guys. My two favorite questions. You know, what's the bigger picture? I mean, let's say five, 10 years down the road, Fit Lab Fitness, where do you guys want it to be? Everywhere. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we want it to be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that that is our focus right now. We've been able to really bring on boards of great managers to allow us um, to, I guess, get more bang for our buck as far as bringing people in now focusing on corporate accounts um, and also having those managers in place allowing us as owners instead of taking care of the in-house stuff focusing on getting a dedicated sales team to sell our franchise now and be able to spread our brand um, beyond texas it's a great opportunity to be able to give what they've already created here in the Valley and to be able to expand it as far as we have, the thing that plays a big part in it too is like the community that's being built. Like Vince had mentioned, you know, that that retention is what we really focus on because it's easy to get people in sometimes because everybody, you know, there's a word about the social media. We have people constantly resharing what we do, but they love it when they come in and they see the effort that's being put in because the owners have, are there face front, you know, you'll see them working out with you. They're in the trenches with you, making sure they're working out just as hard as you are. The membership advisors, the coaches are in there too. That retention is something that's wonderful to see, like a community genuinely being built. And a lot of people, you see them too, like they met at the gym and now they're like really close friends and they're at each other's birthday parties and at each other's like gender reveals. And that's something that's willing to be shared and spread across countries and everywhere if possible, right? But yeah, people that constantly do reach out to us that are members wanting to open up those franchises in different areas. And so it's really beautiful to be able to expand that, what's been created. Yeah. Yeah. Great perspective there, Elliot. I appreciate that. And um, I've got one more question and I'm curious to see if you guys all have alignment on this or if it's all different responses. So, you know, if, uh, if you guys could go back in time here to when you guys first started Fit Lab Fitness, sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you? Vince, what would it be? <laughs> uh, one piece of advice, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a hard one. That's a tricky that one. That's one. A tricky one. Uh, honestly, you know, it, it's, it's something that we've kind of just held true to our heart, honestly, from the get-go is, you know, let's try this out. Let's see if it works. If it doesn't work, don't. Let's make that switch immediately. And I think a lot of times what we've done is try to hold on to that to see if it just maybe, you know, next month, just maybe next month, and just like, hey, if it's not working, let's cut ties, let's re refocus and get back on track. 
Um, and I think we probably would have been just a little bit further than where we're at um, instead of trying to hold on to it. Are you guys all in agreement with that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I'm yeah. 110% agree with That's just, that was the mindset we've had at the beginning and it's kind of, kind of where we're at all the time. So, yeah, yeah. again, we, we just learned from that. It's like, hey, again, um, you know, we're trying to evolve with times with our members, wants and needs, um, and just really taking that into focus and, again, not trying to hold on to things. Let's figure it out. If it works, great. If not, let's nip it in the butt refocus and, and keep pushing forward so that's true i think i even told mitch i'm like what i think i like the most about uh the owners at fit lab is that and is genuinely like they're constantly listening to what could be changed what can be improved because there's no there's no answer that's like correct it's just genuinely there's so much out there so much that the members want to experience and they're constantly adjusting to what those concerns are and that's why we switched systems so much was because they didn't like certain things on certain um, apps. And then, yeah, it became really difficult to track our metrics. So we switched back to Wattify, but they fixed the glitches on Wattify that were causing issues and now the members love it. And the workouts as well, they're constantly being improved to what the members are looking for. And so that constant want and like being okay with wanting to improve is something that you rarely see because a lot of people like to stick to the original idea because they're like the original idea works. Sometimes it doesn't, things are always changing and evolving and it's really important for the gyms that are being like available are evolving with them as well because that's what keeps them interested. There we go, Ellie. What a mic drop of an answer there. It's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, I mean, please, if you guys have any social media, Facebook website, let the people know where can they find out more about you guys and Fit Lab Fitness. Yeah, definitely. We're all over social media on Facebook, Instagram, uh, uh, Twitter and uh, even TikTok as well. Um, but just look at just look up FitLab Fitness, and we'll have uh, links for all uh, four locations. But the best thing to do is to definitely go to our website at FitLabFacilities.com, and that will kind of give you more of an insight into who we are, what we do, and have all our links there as well um, to see some tremendous transformations for all of our clients that we've built out. Awesome. Awesome. There we go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you guys can accomplish down the road. If you guys don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. Awesome. Yep. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time. Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Jim Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us is Juan from Fit Avenue out of Missouri City, Texas. Juan, how are you today, sir? What's going on? Doing great, man. Doing great. Uh, it's, uh, it's a great start to my week. I already had a busy, you know, morning schedule, and now I'm doing this, which is a highlight of my Monday, man. I'm really Love excited to be, to be part of this podcast, man. Thank you. Monday in the fitness industry is always a fun one for people that <laughs> own a gym. Well, obviously, we're, we're here to talk Fit Avenue and, and all that you do from a business sense, but for the people who aren't familiar with the brand or, or the business or even you, Give me a quick description of 
what this business is, what this is about. Tell me about Fit Avenue. How do you tell, how do you describe this to people? Okay, so uh, so Fit Avenue, and essentially it is, uh, you know, it is a an exclusive private personal training facility, which, uh, you know, the, 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 the name Fit Avenue, it's which our slogan is your fitness destination. That's what we are. You know, we are a destination for, for those people that want to find us, you know, the, the, the training facility where they're going to feel like, okay, I have arrived, you know, at my destination. This is the place where I see myself accomplishing these fitness goals. Um, so that's what we are, man, uh, private personal training and a small group training. Okay. And, and so one-on-one training and small group training are kind of the, the one-two punch that we have. Take me back a little bit. I want to hear of how this whole thing got started. I think that tells us a lot about where a business is when we look at where it came from. Tell me about the, the moment that the idea popped into your head. I'm going to open up my own business. I'm going to do this on my own. What was happening for you and, and what was the goal with this whole thing? So, uh, Joe, I mean, it all starts with, uh, with one very important factor, your mission. What is your mission? My mission from the beginning that, uh, you know, for, from the first, uh, you know, when I, when I first made the decision that I wanted to go 100% into fitness uh, and become a personal trainer, there was always a mission. There was always a mission to contribute uh, towards health and fitness, you know, from the, the young athlete, the young person who is trying to just accomplish a small fitness goal to elderly, where, you know, it's more about, it's more about a quality of life, more so than looks, you know. So it all it all started with that uh, when I graduated from uh, from my personal training uh, program, which was back in 2007. Uh, I started training at one of the corporate gyms, which you know, uh, LA Fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I only I was only there for about four months, and then I said, you know what, this is this is simply not what I want to do. I don't want to be in in this, you know, in the corporate type scene. Scenery. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and launch my own uh, personal training facility, which is going to be more targeted towards those people who need a little bit more guidance with nutrition, more specialty type training, you know, not, not so much cookie cutter. So it all started back in 2007, really, with, uh, but I was, uh, I partnered up with somebody else, which, you know, five years later, you know, we both decided that we wanted to go separate ways. And that is when I continue my journey and my mission with Flex Fitness Personal Training then, and now we are Fit Avenue. Yeah, and so a couple of different evolutions along the way, but building to what currently exists as Fit Avenue, throughout your tenure as a a business owner here, Juan, what's been the best part about running your own business? So, the best part, honestly, man, and, and I, I, I say this with, with 100% honesty, it is really your client's accomplishments. Seeing, you know, the, 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 the transformation of people, man, from losing, uh, you know, the pounds, from gaining that confidence, you know, the, the, the whole demeanor changes. It, it, just, it just amazes to see that, you know, um, because... The business aspect of it all, it is extremely challenging. You know, from recurring clients, from the marketing strategy, from, you know, uh, a client retention, from uh, trainer retention, it is a lot that goes into it, that it is not fun, <laughs> okay? But uh, once again, there has to be a reward, you know? And that reward, once again, I say with 100% uh, honesty, man, it is seeing our client's transformation. Yeah, I think that's important because so many people get into our industry owning their own gym because they love training, not because they love running a business. Those two are are vastly different things, and it's important for us to recognize these may not be our favorite things to do, but they're necessary and important when you have bills to pay. Very much so. It sounds like that's been that's been so, a challenge for you. So yeah, Joe, and you know, I mean, you're absolutely right, man. You know, and I even shared this with, uh, you know, with some of my close, uh, they are members here, man. But you know, they you become very close to them, and you have that type of, uh, you feel comfortable having conversations such as, listen, bro, why, uh, man, dude, uh, I'm paying you, I don't know, seven hundred dollars a month. I'm like, 
bro, I mean, yeah, but I gotta keep the I gotta keep the doors open, right? I mean, we yeah. gotta we have a family to feed as well. So you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I, we do it because we have this passion of helping. However, we also have all the responsibilities that we have to fulfill. You know, sure. Yeah, man. I mean, passion is definitely you know the number one factor that you know I I feel like uh, it, it made us get into the it helped us get into the the industry, but we have bills as well, right? Hundred so, percent. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, the the model of this being one-on-one training and semi-private training. Most of the people that listen to our podcast one do so because they're looking for ways to grow their business, ways to get new people in. For you, with a little bit more specific or, or affluent of an avatar, like we're looking for people with a little bit more discretionary income. What's been working from a marketing standpoint? How have you been able to to grow this over the years. Okay, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what my mindset was uh, at the beginning of it all, Joe, which it was the wrong mindset. I felt and I used to believe that social media is where it's at. I used to believe that. And I used to believe that you don't really have to allocate money to marketing. Those those were the, the worst mistakes I made. I see. Uh, yeah, as far as you know, just, just the business in general and marketing. Um, things didn't really start to turn around until I changed those two things. I started spending a little bit more. I started spending more money on marketing, which is more local search. So I'm working with a company for the past three years, and. Um, presence online, not so much your social media platforms, but Google. You have to you have to build a strong reputation on Google with reviews, man. If you yeah. have those reviews and if you, you actually do offer and give that type of customer service, all those reviews are going to be genuine and those all, all of those reviews are going to be a very powerful tool tool for, for those people that are looking for this the, the type of services that you offer. Yeah. So one, do not rely just on social media. Do not think that spending money on marketing is it's 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 waste of money. Uh, those two things. So allocate a little bit more money towards uh, towards your your overall marketing and grow your your reputation online, specifically on Google. Yeah, I think it's not necessarily the pandemic that caused this, but. The average buyer, the person looking for a service like this, is more educated than ever. They're going to go to your website. They're going to go to your social media. They're going to click on everything they can and educate themselves probably before they ever reach out to you. They know all of this information about your business. And if it's difficult to find, if it doesn't look professional, there's a lot of choices out there and they may go to another person. No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. If 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 you are not ready to, if you don't have your your business card out, which your website, your your social media, all of those platforms for people, that, that's going to be seventy five percent chance that if you if you have all of those in place, that customer as soon as it walks in through those doors, man, it's um it's it's seventy five percent close. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they're they're there for a reason. That's for Correct. sure. Now, you mentioned investing money into marketing and, and working with it. What it sounds like is some sort of agency. Mm-hmm. Where is that money going? Is it on social media? Is it on Google Ads? Is it somewhere else? Where where are those dollars being spent? So uh, we do run some um, Facebook ads, which uh, they work very well for our target market, mm-hmm. as well as we. Um, but that fee is for this agency service so that it helps us help us increase our local search. Okay. Uh, so they strategize for, uh, for me. I sit down with them once a month uh, on a call. We go some, uh, through some strategies uh, and really the Facebook ads. That's, those are the two that are really generating leads for me. Okay. So we're getting leads. Like you said, a lot of that sales process happens before they ever come in the door. But walk me through, somebody reaches out on Facebook, 
they're interested in training. Walk me through what that sales process actually looks like. Who are they meeting with? What's that conversation like? What are they eventually signing up for? Okay, so uh, so depending on the so for example, we have an ad on Facebook that is uh, targeting small group training. Uh, if we receive a lead that is you know it, it is associated with that, the first thing we do is we try to bring them in for a free consultation. Okay, we bring them in, we show them the value of what, you know, what they will be signing up for. Um, so yeah, I mean, they contact us, we respond, and the first thing we do is, we don't give them prices, we don't give them, uh, you know, our packages, none of that. No, come in for a free consultation, we sit down one-on-one -on -one with them, and then, you know, we take them through the process of, this is what you pay for, this, this, and this, and, you know, we talk about what, uh, what, their, what their goals are and yeah. how we are going to help them accomplish it. Sure. Mm -hmm. Is it you that handles a lot of the sales, or is it done by a number of different people? So, no, uh, it's, uh, I do have a team. So, for example, mm -hmm. I do get involved uh, with setting them up, but then I hand them over to my, to my trainers. Uh, I see. They, they, know the, they know the sales process, the consultation process. Yeah. How successful... Has, has that been for your business? Do you think that, that we're converting a, a good percentage of those leads? Yeah, 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 Joe. Um, out, of, uh, out of five leads, man, we close at least three of them. Yeah. yeah so in, a, in a higher good. ticket mm -hmm. service like this, that's, that's impactful. Beyond that, uh, are they, is this a, a monthly membership? Is this a package? How does that work? A lot of, I mean, personal training in our industry has been a really, really, old school kind of service. How do you guys take care of that from what are yeah, they signing so, up for perspective? Yeah, so Joe, I mean, we, we have gone through different, uh, different models. Uh, one of the models that I used to have is we only offer 30 minute sessions and hour sessions. And the only option you have is sign up for six months or a year. Mm -hmm. We also had packages, I higher ticket price of uh, five, uh, 10, 15, and 20 sessions, hour sessions only. Uh, okay. the, and, and it was monthly. So you sign up for a six-month contract, you pay that monthly. So you prepay for that. Uh -huh. Okay. Now, the only issue with that, Joe, is that uh, when it is a monthly membership like that, you end up losing money. Because, the, well, the way that we used to do this, okay, you want to sign up for two times a week? This is how much you pay. If you sign up for three times a week, this is how much you pay. Now, depending on the calendar, some people will sign up for two times, which is, you know, we will go based on four weeks. So they would only pay for eight sessions. But in some cases, they were getting two extra free sessions. And if they sign uh -huh. up for three, they will get extra three sessions, man. So that was a big problem. Because of four so, weeks or five weeks in a month and just how it lines yeah. up. Yeah. So listen, mm -hmm. now I'm losing three to four sessions a month, and I'm paying the trainer to service those sessions. So I'm like, I gotta do something. Yeah. So now what we do is you, you still on their contract, but now you get in this amount of sessions. As soon as you're done with this amount of sessions, you gotta react, well, you have the option to react. You know, but that number of sessions is gonna carry you through six months or a year. But if you fall a little bit short, then you have the option to re-up again. You know, with and your pay session. the difference. And another one is, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you time leverage. You know, time leverage. Thirty minutes, man. They they are great. You know, packages and hour are great. But I feel like where it's at, it's forty five minute sessions. It's not too little. It's not thirty minutes. And some people are a little bit, you know, uh, hesitant, a little bit afraid to go that that hour because they might not feel ready. They, it might feel like, you know, it's it's a little too long for me. The sweet spot is forty five minutes. You know, forty five yeah. minute sessions. Um, and if we are able to see more more clients as well. You know, for the day, if we do forty five minute sessions. That's that's a really important part here because the. The challenge with personal training for as long as it's been in place mm -hmm. has been that at a certain point, you can't take on any more clients. Exactly. I've got so many time slots. And as soon as those are full, that's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. 
you guys with the 45 minute window at least expand that a little bit further but then we also have the small group option so we can further expand our membership correct as you look forward with this wand where are you focused on on trying to grow what aspect of your business are you currently trying to tackle to make this thing even better than it is so um i feel like uh Joe, uh, I don't know you're gonna agree with me, uh, but I feel like the biggest challenge for for gym owners and you know for entrepreneurs in general, man, it's letting go of that thought, that mindset of micromanaging, thinking that man, nobody else is gonna do the job as well as you do. Nobody else is going to have the same same interest as I have it to grow my business. Uh, therefore, we have to let go of that. So I'm in the process of practicing that and open a second location where I'm going to put a team together to launch that location without me. I'm going to have a general, I'm going to have a general manager, which I'm going to train them. I'm going to have trainers that. I'm going to train here for a couple of weeks, teach them exactly how the system works, how, uh, you know, how we are, how Fit Avenue, it's a new culture of personal training where trainers are 100% engaged with the trainers, no cell phones allowed whatsoever when they are training a client, presentation, just customer service, top notch. So all of that to carry it over to the next location. And who knows, Joe, I mean, my vision, uh, the bigger vision is, man, for me to have a location throughout Houston where I can service and I continue where I can serve more people and I continue with my mission that I started back in 2007. Yeah. That, that, is, that is the vision. I think there was a lot of things there, so I want to call attention to a couple of things that you said. First and foremost, gym owners all across the country that listen to this podcast know exactly what you're talking about when you say that they have a tough time mm -hmm. handing off responsibility. They want to be involved in every aspect, yeah. but there's only one you and yeah, only man. 24 hours in your day. And if you are overseeing every single thing, you're going to be the limiter in your right. business's growth. And that's a, that's a tough place to get out of. It sounds like the next step for you is delegating some of that. It sounds like we've got a second location in the future and so it'll be a challenge yeah. uh, an ego challenge a personal challenge a business yeah. challenge it'll be a, a growth moment for sure but yeah yo. And, and you know i mean but honestly man if, if we want to be stagnant joel we're going to say i'm going to have to stay in this location and not venture out man and there's not going to be any any growth business why personal uh, in a personal aspect as well um, in order for 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 us to scale I have to let go man you know I, I have to delegate more I have to you know put a team together so that you know this other location runs with a team otherwise uh, it's going to be a fit avenue one location one training on you know uh, up until the age of 50 years old no man that is to me personally that's not my goal yeah you know? That is well, not a lot exactly. of trainers never even think about that. A lot of trainers just assume I'm going to be on the training floor until the day I die. So, yeah. And you know what? I mean, Joel, and, and I'd be honest with you. I absolutely love training. I, that is my passion, man. Um, and I will continue to do so, though, but I'm going to limit my hours, you know, and, you know, just be very selective with the, train, the, the clients that I keep. But once again, man, I have to be more we need to have more of a, an entrepreneur mindset, you know, instead of a trainer mindset, you know, if the desire and if the goal is to scale and continue to grow, mm -hmm. you know, that's why we have this platform and these conversations Juan, because unfortunately a lot of our industry doesn't see things or, or never were taught to see things yeah. that way. I think that's a really, really great place for us to start to wrap our conversation up. Before we get out of here, why don't you tell our listeners where they could learn a little bit more about this? What's the best website? What's the best social media? Where can people go? Okay, so the, uh, our social media, it is um, fit underscore avenue most city. That is our uh, 
our Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is one underscore Mr. Flex Fit. Um, and our uh, website is uh, personal training, personal tra Missouri City Personal Training TX.com. Missouri City Personal Training TX.com. And uh, yeah, and um, that's, that's where we are. And, um, you know, you can, they can always look us up there. Connect with Juan and the team on one or all of those platforms. Juan, this has been a bunch of fun. I, I really appreciate your willingness to contribute here and, and give an inside sneak peek into what you guys are working on. We'll have to connect again down the road because it sounds like you still have a lot of a lot of moves to be made. Until then, I, I appreciate you for coming on and, and I wish you nothing but the best. Awesome, Joe. Well, no, thank you so much for having me on. And I just want to say one more thing, Joe. I sure. do. Uh, if you know if you guys also i'm also own a uh, supplement business a supplement company so you guys check out uh, heroicmuscle.com that is our uh, our supplement business as well got it perfect check it out juan thank you sir can't talk, can't wait to talk to you again in the future thank you thank you for having me thank you absolutely to everyone who tuned in today thank you as well don't forget if you'd like to be notified about future episode click like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.